When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hello, it's Neil here. Just want to tell you about my new podcast. Beautiful pull down by Birkin! Oh, what a goal! It's All Qatar to Me is the new daily podcast all about the funny side of the 2022 World Cup. And volley in, and it's there by David Platt! If you enjoyed It's All Euro 2020 to Me, and you want to hear more of me and Statman Wes and special guest, The King, then this is the podcast for you. To listen, just search for It's All Qatar To Me in your podcast app and press the follow button to get a new episode every day throughout the tournament. It's a great run by Michael Owen and he might finish it off. Oh, it's a wonderful goal! Welcome aboard. Osman against Brad Jones to put Liverpool out of the cup and not that to three. Hello, welcome to the home of Northampton Town fan content. I'm Charles Commons and this is It's All Cobblers to Be, the podcast by Northampton fans for Northampton fans. I'm delighted to say that with me this week are two men who stood up in their living rooms and applauded as the Cobblers swept Bradford City aside. It's Danny Brothers and Neil Edgerton. Hello, boys. How are you? Good. I did more than stood up and applaud. You make it sound like um, we're in some sort of... We're watching Wimbledon or something, Charles. Well, no, I'm just saying you were you were at home on your own and yeah, you did. stood up and applauded. Oh, I did more than that. What well, did you do? Forward roll? Forward roll. Cartwheel. Cartwheel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, jumped on the bed. Oh? Yeah. In your living room. Yeah. And um, we'll leave the rest of that. Oh, okay. Ran down the street, actually, at, at three. Did you? Oh, no. Yeah. Nice. Top off or top, top off? Oh, yeah. Top off. There was a top great off. top off at the weekend, which we'll talk about in the Basement Tales, available to all patrons, Charles. Oh, um, yeah. This week. Uh, so if you want to hear about someone taking the top off in the stands, then uh, there we go. 
patreon.com forward slash yeah. <laughs> what else what else could you be spending five pounds a month on apart exactly from you may have spoken yeah. about it but did you see that one that fella i think you can't remember what team oh, it was, was, it, for, was it the bradford one from last week uh, i took his jumper off to help draw the ball oh no i didn't see that oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 i remember that yeah Incredible. I enjoyed it. it. Yeah, I can't remember who it was for. But. It was good. It was good. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, coming up today, then, we're answering an impossible question from our postbag. Hearing from James Wiles about NTFC women's 13-0 win. Yes, 13 in the County Cup. And we're launching this year's Christmas fundraiser. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Neil is literally just staring at me as if to say, what do you want me to do? Ooh. <laughs> Give us an ooh, Neil. Ooh. There you go. Love it. <laughs> I know about the fun Christmas fundraiser. I know all about it. Yeah, exactly. So it's ooh worthy, wouldn't you say? Uh, oh, you want one of those? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> there you go. See, I told you it was worth it. Uh, first up, though, should we chat about that performance up at Bradford? Oh, oh, it was good. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Ron Manager would be loving that performance. <laughs> he certainly would be. Um, John Brady was forced to make one change to the cobbler side that beat Gillingham. Sam mm. Hoskins was suspended, of course. Naughty, Naughty boy. Naughty boy. Uh, so Louis Appare <laughs> returned to the fold. And there was a surprise inclusion for one Joseph Epia on the bench. Joseph. He's got everybody lots of... Joseph? Is that not his name? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's Josh, Charles. Joseph. You're playing football... Josh. James, isn't it? Josh. Oh, James Josh. 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 Is it not Josh? <laughs> yeah, it Jeremy. Josh. <laughs> uh, Jemima. Jemima. Jemima up here. <laughs> and there was a surprise. No, don't go back and edit one... that, Charles. No, <laughs> I no, 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 fine and there was oh. a surprise inclusion for one joseph joseph, joseph epia on the bench uh what happened once the game started was something special though wasn't it neil what's epia's first name uh josh what did you call him joseph don't know. <laughs> just making sure you can't edit it out oh, i can't edit too it much. out no i can edit it i'll out. keep saying keep, we'll keep mentioning it even if i have yeah, to yeah. go in and just say josh yeah. At the end, <laughs> I will still do it. Josh. <laughs> Let's dub it over. Josh. Uh, what was your question? Sorry. <laughs> it was a rather special performance, wasn't it? It was a special performance, wasn't it? I think I've seen many a Cobbler's performance. That might be up there. Oh, I think yeah. since best performance or one of, I can't think, I'm struggling to think of a better one since the championship season. Hmm. It was very Orient-esque, wasn't it? Orient-esque, yes. Orient-esque. Orient-esque. I, I did have to double-check at one point that we weren't at Brisbane Road, the way we were putting them to the sword. It, it did the massive stadium not confirm that yeah. for you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was beautiful. I, I, I just, Absolutely beautiful. I'm still a bit gobsmacked by it all, if I'm being honest with you, because as I said on the preview show, I don't think I've ever actually seen us win at Valley Parade. I, I was there for the the FA Cup game when Ivan Tony made his debut. I think that was oh, yeah. like three all and went to penalties, wasn't it, or something daft. Mm. Um, but I didn't go to the game a couple of years ago, or a few years back, where we won 2-1. Was that, did Chris Long score? Am I wrong with that? Probably wrong. I mean, I'm, I'm wrong with everything else, including players' <laughs> names today. Um, so I didn't go to that one. I went to last season's 
one-all draw with mm. Mitch Pinnock scoring. So, yeah, I, I don't think I've actually seen us win there. So I was a bit pessimistic, I suppose, about our chances. I was, I was thinking a draw would be a nice positive result, especially seeing as it was uh, fourth versus third at the start of play. So to go there and actually basically just just teach them a footballing lesson was a surprise, but also delicious. Oh, delicious. Delicious? Oh, it was good. Oh, it was. Didn't we win there when the good doctor scored? That's going back a long time. If I can't even remember what Effie's first name is, Neil. I think that. (laughs) The reason why I say it is I was there for that one. Oh, right. (laughs) (laughs) I think that Wembley game just skewed everything, didn't it? Why are you bringing that up, Danny? Well, because Come it, on, Danny, it's, it's supposed as soon to be a you, fun time. As soon as you think of Bradford, think of that game. Maybe not anymore, though. I don't think it's... Are you, are you saying that, that we've put the demons no. to... Yes. No. Yes, yeah. pasture, whatever no. you're saying it is. Yeah, we've taken it, taken it to the, the woodshed and chopped <laughs> it up. <laughs> right, okay. it, the woodshed. We've taken it to the garden and threw it it's in the pond. It's a song about that, isn't there? Is there? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. The Divine Comedy or something did one about oh, the nice. woodshed. Don't go oh, down yeah. there. Um, Don't go down there. No, um, somebody said this on Twitter. <laughs> we won two one when the good doctor played. By the way, two thousand seven. Right, right okay. there you go. I was there. Yeah. There was a there was a, a back and forth, couple of tweets mm. and that about mm. um, that Wembley mm. defeat maybe being. Um, Charles is definitely just looking for. Those yeah, tweets, I am. Yeah, the, the wrong <laughs> being righted, so to speak. <laughs> you, but... Your voice slowed down. <laughs> yeah, it did really slowly. Um, but I mean, the replies that we had was essentially just to say, "Look, you know, we're never going to make up for what happened back then." Yes, okay, it's against Bradford City, but I think that it it didn't really matter who we'd played that day. It wasn't the opposition that was the issue. It was Aidy Boothroyd not picking Bayer. That you're never going to be able to actually write that wrong. That that is done. So this isn't a Bristol Rovers or or you know posh situation. No, I think as well, right and a wrong for me. I mean that Wembley game, Bradford were a better team. They deserved to win. It wasn't even a, it wasn't even really close. It wasn't even a, a competition. Really, was it? It's a walkover. I mean, there's not much to write with that. I'm more I'm more think of right and a wrong when you feel a bit hard done by. With like a bad refereeing decision or something, and or something like that, or you know, like the Mansfield away in the playoffs when we lost on penalties, that felt like that needed right in at some point, and it it hasn't been since. <laughs> so I think I can't think of one, um, <laughs> but we've beaten them since. So um, I just, yeah, I, just, I don't take it. And a playoff final is a one-off, isn't it? Really, it's you're going to turn up on the day. But we're not here to talk about that, no. Charles. No, Danny brought Charles, it up. Why, why are you carrying yeah, this point, Danny. Why do, yeah. why do you want misery? <laughs> I can't cope. I can't cope with happiness, that's why. No. I think the, the, original, the original reason it got brought up was on, on Twitter by a Bradford fan, as it actually Oh, bloody hell, Bradford. Um, yeah, of course oh, it was, put it, yeah. put it to bed, Bradford fans. Shut up well, about they, it. Put it in the shed. Put it in the shed. I mean, it was nice to sort of see the Bradford fans after the game, wasn't it? being so positive and complimentary about us. There wasn't so much, you know, um, chatter about how Bradford were um, awful as as much as I did think that they weren't as good as I was expecting them to be. I, I don't think that they were awful, so to speak, although they didn't do much. Um, 
But normally in these situations, if it was us, for example, if it had been the other way around, we wouldn't be talking about how good Bradford City were. We'd be, bemo- we'd be bemoaning how poor the cobblers are. And yet it seemed that a lot of Bradford fans on social media were, were actually looking at it and going, as poor as we were, Northampton were just magnificent. You know, several of them saying that that we were the best team that they've seen so far this season. And, you know, that's we're a, we're a good portion of the way into it now it's not like it's game day three or anything that's a an actual compliment that we will happily take um i think think i do sorry go on you go danny no you go you You carry on (laughs) in my dressing gown out my shed yeah Um, i can't remember what i was going to say now um we i just thought yeah just to go there as a uh, what was it, 18,500, was it, that were there and yeah, with well. them on, our, on the backs? But um, to go there in the rain could be perceived as an intimidating atmosphere for League Two. You're not going to get some of them crowds in the Championship. It's ridiculous. Um, so to go there, it, it's the type of game you think before the game, all, always, oh, we're going to lose this. There's no way we're coming away from there with a win. And like, we, it's the fact that we didn't just come away with a win. We didn't just scuff, scuff one in at the last minute. We went and absolutely overpowered the biggest club I say club because it's not the biggest team at the minute, I guess, in the league. Um, our passion, our desire, the hunger, everything was there. And the quality matched it as well, which we've not seen it all come together like that all season. And it just shows what we can do when we do put it all together. Because we've had, what well, we had that game against, um, was it Newport, where it was just god-awful. Just complete everything opposite, going astray. The complete opposite, lackadaisical, lazy, like no one running for anything. But in this one, what what it was, I don't know, but it just probably lifted them going to a stadium like that and and um, playing a big game. We seem to be really up for these big away games. And it was just so good to see. And we're just crunching into tackles. We're like McWilliams, incredible. Oh. Sowerby had a great game. The, the middle three, the Fox as well, like all of them. Like every play on the pitch had us just put 10 out of 10 in just I couldn't put put anything wrong uh, with any of them um, and it was just beautiful so watching it could have been five or six nil like they couldn't have complained if we'd have gone and beaten five or six nil it was just time after time just peppering the goal and we, and we have had a few of them games in the Brady where just everything's going in it was it was magnificent it was really really it. good it, I mean that is so rare to say it see watch us play like that and yeah like I said it shows what we can do the first what you'd say 28 minutes I mean it was I don't want to say it was fairly even but Bradford had a couple of chances didn't they it wasn't like they were not in the game at all in that first half an hour and I I I was thinking at one point wow this is this is a pretty good game it was pretty end-to-end it was like you attack and then we'll attack and just back and forth back and forth it didn't seem to have at any point a a thought of, right, we're just going to put our foot on it, either team. We're just going to put our foot on it and just pass it around a bit, take the sting out of the game and settle everything down. Literally, for about half an hour, it was just attack. We're going to attack you and we're just going to keep going. And it was both teams doing it. It was it was so incredible to watch because League Two football is obviously looked at as being quite poor and usually long ball-y and not much quality in it. Whereas yesterday's game, we're recording on Sunday, 
There was quality everywhere. I, I really enjoyed it as an actual game of football. What are you laughing at? Is it my long ball? Long, long ball, ball, yeah, long ball, ball, ball yeah. Yeah. There you go. Tickleness. Thought it would do. Uh, You've but, got a long ballie. <laughs> but yeah, I I really enjoyed it as a game. And I know that's easy to say having come out on the winning side, but that first half an hour before we'd scored, I was enjoying it as a game of football. Like to the point where I'd put my phone down and and wasn't even bothered about looking at it. Whereas I, I know when I'm normally watching on iFollow at home, it it's too much of a temptation just to follow along on Twitter or on the Slack channel or wherever. Whereas I was just like, no, I'm just going to watch this because it's actually really, really fun. It is entertaining me. So I, I, I loved it when we scored that first goal because it kind of epitomized what we were doing and what our game plan was, didn't it? Where we were just like, right, we'll take our opportunity and we'll press them and we'll let them make a mistake and then we'll hit them. And that's exactly what happened, wasn't it, Danny? It was. It was one of them beautiful moments when when I think we've put a pass out out of play, like a long pass that went out on the side. And the home fans are like, hey. a, long, a long ballie, you might say. A long ballie, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it's gone out on the side and the home fans are like, hey, like ironic cheers. And then the next minute, their defender or midfielder just passes it across straight into Mitch's path. You don't want to give him that. <laughs> I don't know what the keeper's doing either. What? what because he was like halfway to Scunthorpe. Um, <laughs> Not a place um, you want to be. <laughs> no. And when you look at it, Pinnis has got a, it's got pretty much an open goal, but you still got to do the little footwork around it. And I enjoyed it. It's beautiful. And another, it was both him and Matwaza went in front of the fans and the home fans give it the old ear, didn't they? They enjoyed it, didn't they? Always like a bit of that. Oh, they were really enjoying it. It oh. was um, Smallwood, wasn't it, that gave the ball away, I think. Who's was there, That's one of their big-name signings, wasn't it, that had mm. come down from yeah, yeah. a higher division. Um, yeah, it wasn't as uh, good as I expected him to be, but there you go. Um, yeah, it was... It was very, very nice to see. I mean, you want that to be Pinnock, don't you, really, in a way? Because I think, almost as Shawbert Williams proved later on when we were at 2-0, he goes one-on-one with the keeper and scuffs <laughs> it completely. Bless him. So having somebody like Mitch Pinnock in the side that you can trust, and I mean, essentially, I don't know about you, Neil, but I felt as soon as he got in that position... I was already off my seat celebrating before it went in because with Pinnock, you kind of know that's what's going to happen. I wasn't off my seat celebrating until it went in. Because <laughs> that would be stupid. Do you not trust, um, do you not trust the pins? No, not trust the post. Always. Hashtag trust always. the pins. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was calm, wasn't he? He did the right thing. Yeah. And he took it well. I thought it's, it's a gift, but you've still got to finish it and you've still got to do the right thing. Many players wouldn't have done. I think just going back to your your original point about the game, I thought it was a little bit. It felt like me to a cup tie, mm, mm, yeah, pretty much all game, and it felt like a cup tie of a a big team, us being the big team, going away to a little team, Bradford. <laughs> this is not me, Bradford calling calling Bradford a small team, but they're not. They're obviously a much bigger club than us, and that sort of thing. But the, the way the game was. It felt like it. we were a big club going away to a little club. The little club had a, a bit of a go at it first 15 minutes, naturally, as you would do with the crowd behind them. And we quietened them down and then got on top and absolutely bossed it. That's how I saw it. It, it, it felt to me 
we looked like a team that were a class above Bradford in, in every aspect. And, and, and I look at Bradford's team, and I know obviously they obviously didn't have a good game. Would you? Would I have looked at any of their players off that and thought, do I want any of them? No. Would they get in our team? No. No. But I, I, considering they were fourth, mm. we battered them. I mean, it could and should have been six, seven, eight, maybe a stretch, but definitely six, <laughs> seven, one. Well, yeah, because you, you think about it. So there's the three goals that were actually scored, obviously. Sean McWilliams has that one-on-one and he should have scored, and I'm sure he'll be yeah, he saying that, that himself, yeah. won't he? Um, uh, Bowie had a really good chance in the second half. He had a good chance in the first half, that header. Yes, yeah. So yeah. there's... We're that already up to nil six. Nil when he missed it. Well, so, had a chance in his well with his... When he crossed it in his... Is in there. Yeah. Pinnock had a chance that he volleyed yeah. into the stand. There's seven. Yeah. So we're already up to seven. Just just there. Jean-Pierre Papin missed a couple. I mean, one of them was a decent save. The other one he hit straight at the keeper. Yeah. yeah, it's it's good. I, I think you said Neil that maybe we use the the fact that we have got a two week break now because we're out of the FA Cup. So therefore, maybe Brady just sort of went, let's just go all guns blazing because we've got two weeks to recover now. There's no midweek game. There's nothing else going on until the third of December, which is our next. Match is that Tranmere? And he said that actually. I don't think I can't. Yeah, that but that sounds like one of my sentences. Okay, <laughs> I don't know why I said <laughs> exactly. it like that. I said, okay, <laughs> but sounds I, like I'm... one of my sentences. I'll have you know. <laughs> it sounds like something <laughs> I would collate together. <laughs> I mean, do you think that's true? Then do you think maybe it was a case of well, we've got the opportunity here to have a rest afterwards, so let's well, just go and put everything out there. Well, you're you're playing football manager at the moment, right, Charles? Well, not right now, no. I mean, he no, might no, see but, it the way I mean, this is going. Be a distraction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you're, you've got a season going as, as Cobb. Yeah. So if you're playing that and you've got a two-week break, you just throw everyone in, don't you? And just I go, go full strength. Yeah, you go yeah, full yeah. strength and just go yeah. for it. Not that I'm equating anything to football manager, but I, I, maybe in the players' heads, they're a bit like, right, we can, we can absolutely go hell for leather here and treat it almost like a last day of the season and just put everything out there. But mm. I think like the fact it was Bradford away the fact that the atmosphere was there, um, the fact there's we're there to be shot at almost. And I think we've succumbed to that a lot of times when we're de- we're in third and there's a team chasing us. We've o- often like succumbed to to a defeat in a game like that. But we've stood up and been counted. And I think it's the first time I've looked at us and thought, you know, we're nearly halfway. This is 100% a promotion charge now. And this is, like again, it's, this, it's the same thing we had after Steven. It's just the standard we have to set. And when we're playing teams like, um, scrolls down to the bottom of Lee team. Um, hmm. Hartlepool <laughs> and Colchester and, and things yeah. like that and like and like, I don't want to take too much away from it because it was such a magnificent day and I, I, I'm so glad we get to enjoy this for two weeks now and, and sit back and, and just watch that game over and over again because it was just a thing of beauty and and um, but it, it just shows we've got the players that can do it and if we get players back now as well if we get Epia back to fitness is another option we've got Hoskins coming back all that kind of stuff and it's it's there for us, like, and, I, and I still think the likes of Orient and Stevenage are there to be caught as well. Like, let's not settle at third. And I don't think there's as much quality coming up from underneath us as there may have been before as well. So, do you argue that the the two week break is coming at the wrong time for us? No, no, I don't think so. I think I think we kind of need it just to refresh. There's been Momentum. so much, but I think we can pick it back up again when we got Tranmere at home. <laughs> Tranmere at home in two weeks. <laughs> I mean, Tram is a reasonably big game, isn't it? 
to come back to at home. Well, if they've got both centre backs out for it, though, yeah, that's good. suspended, aren't they? I think is that right? Yeah. Both of them. Do you know who Bradford have got? I think they've got a game Tuesday, but their next away game it's Leighton Orient, isn't it? Is Leighton Orient. Mm. That's a nice one for them to bounce back. See, yeah, that, yeah, that, they can bounce back there if they yeah. want. Yeah. yeah, and they've got a much better away form. Was what um, Tim was telling us on the preview show, wasn't Wait, it? So you can see why though. Okay, like five minutes in, if a pass goes astray, I'm not saying six feels is much better than this, but it was just oh, you could audibly hear it yeah. there on the coming across the screens. You're like, oh, they must feel under a lot of pressure here. But you see, I I wonder whether or, or how much because we do this. How many times have we had a big game happening at six fields? There's been a huge build up, loads of. You know, we've we've said how much a, of an important game it is, and you know everything's coming out from the football club that it's going to be a big game and all this that, and the other. And then you basically get to the game itself, and the cobblers just don't perform, and it becomes a bit of a damp squib. And that's essentially what has happened for Bradford on this occasion. They had eighteen thousand fans there. They've obviously sold it as being, look, this is fourth against third we've got the opportunity to get into the automatics I know it's dead early in the season but the first time for us as a, as a club to get into the top three this season you know then they'll be sort of going once we're in it <clears throat> it's ours to stay in and, and ours to fall you know to lose it essentially so they build it up and build it up and build it up and then the fans turn up and witness from their perspective a really terrible display from their side they're going to be moany and whingy about it just like we do that at Sixfields in a way it's nice to know that it isn't just Northampton fans that like that and that it does happen to other clubs as well I tell you part of their problem they've got Mark Hughes in charge and he's a moron (laughs) (laughs) I mean it (laughs) what club in League 2 looks and thinks I know for our progression and you know Mark Hughes he's the man he'll take us up the leagues ridiculous I mean he's doing better than most have in recent years for them isn't he but yeah he's he's better, 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 better than your friend Desert Adams Neil he, hey <laughs> right listen he's doing a sterling job now is he <laughs> he's, he's doing a job okay yeah he? he's, he's, he's employed yes yeah <laughs> just I want to ask you um what was your favourite goal Ooh. out of the... Well, the third goal. Out, was oh, it yeah. the third? Oh, man. Yeah, the third oh, goal. That, sure. that play before... Um, I'm going to call him oh. AK, AK like I know him. Mm. Before AK puts that <laughs> puts that ball in. Oh, some of that work on the left. I haven't seen that good work on the left since I joined the Green Party, Charles. Hey. Um, it was there it is, everyone. stunning. There it is. <laughs> Look, some of that... Like, Jean-Pierre get involved. Oh, Lovely. that's beautiful. Yeah, that, that, that ball in, and I, I wondered. I, it's, it was a case of what was he doing up there? It was Chesa yeah. still up there. Oh, yeah, Chesa, the new Samo, you said the new <laughs> the new Chesa action. Nodding it in, get him up there. Enjoyed it first. Um, first goal, wasn't it? His yeah, first Chesa. goal, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it has to be that goal. Has to be it, that it, goal. It was really, yeah. I mean, it, the patience that it took as well, because we we were the other side of the pitch with it as well. Mm-hmm. And, Shifted play, kept the ball really well. Well, it started nice from a set piece, didn't it, really? Yeah, 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 which went over, didn't mm. it? And then, so I think it has to be that one, really. The, the second goal was lovely. Oh, the second one. Oh, oh the little pass. I, I oh. loved it. Uh, you know what I loved the most was was his little point. 
Yeah, to yeah, say, yeah, yeah. yeah. Didn't that's where like, I want it. Yeah. <laughs> get out of there. <laughs> oh, I loved it. Great. No, I, I, I know what you're <laughs> saying about the third goal, and it was lovely. Don't get me wrong, but I, that second goal for me was just a thing of beauty. I just loved it. I just thought that you know that the way that McWilliams wins it and and then basically just sets us going forward. The little kind of one-two with Pinnock. I know it's not proper one-two, but you know it's it's lovely that he just continues his run and and the pass is just right onto his foot, isn't it? And it's 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 so nice. Such a nice goal. He's been getting and I, forward I think a lot it, as well, Matwazo, and he's getting forward a lot more this season. He is. Is that his second oh, goal this season now? Might be third even. Isn't yeah. it? Third. Second, second. Second, yeah. I heard someone on the Twitter mm-hmm. saying if he keeps getting forward like this, he could be compared to Richard Hill. Oh. Oof. Oof. I thought I thought you were I gonna go they, I thought you were gonna go with he could be a late call up. <laughs> he, I, he, it, him, on the him marauding forward is a, a beautiful sight. Mm-hmm. He needs to do it more. Mm. The only concern I have, if he does keep doing it more and he keeps nicking a few goals here or there, someone will steal it. Yeah, yeah, that's always the issue. But I think when he's playing with Fox and Sowers as well, he can do that, can't he? A bit more. Yeah. Oh yeah. Gives him a, bit a word for those two because again, we we talked about it last week, Danny, didn't we? About how good that midfield trio was oh, yeah. of triumphant. Uh, yeah, McWilliam, Sabi, and, uh, and and Fox. But I thought Fox was just everywhere against Bradford. He was he was tremendous. He really was a great great asset for us in that game. And, and Sabi did his job the way that I think he does it all the time which is quietly but efficiently doesn't doesn't make any any mistakes that are, are highly noticeable but also at the same time doesn't do anything that you sort of go wow that's amazing or anything like that he just he's just a very solid you know 7 out of 10 every single week type player um but with the mm. three of them together it just seems I, I don't know mark leonard must be sat there just going Oh my god! How do I get back into this this side right now? Because I've got the best passing ability of all of these players. I would imagine that I, I think you two would agree with that. And yet, these three are playing so well. There's no way that one of them's going to get dropped, and I'm going to get get put in, in in instead of them. So it's a lovely little conundrum that John Brady's going to have when we come back for that game against Tranmere. Just which of those four? are going to miss out and have to go on to the bench. Um, I, I love the fact that we've got a, a team that we're talking about at the moment in this way. We're not moaning about anyone. We're not turning around and whinging, although the Bradford fans would like us probably to whinge about Danny Hilton, I'm sure. Hmm. I didn't notice any uh, issues with Danny Hilton, but apparently yeah, all the Bradford fans in the main stand did not like the way he celebrated <laughs> any of our goals. Uh, oh. But that's great. I love that. Um I think the only kind of criticism that I would have is the penalty. Oh, is, it, Charles, come on, don't is to it. just allow it. No, it's just to. Oh, well, I was annoyed. Negative, Norbert. Negative. Lee Birch deserved a clean sheet bonus yesterday, right? And and if it was me and I was in that dressing room, I, I wouldn't be doing this at all. If I was Lee Birch, I'd be turning around and asking, was it Sherring that gave the penalty away? I'd be asking him to pay my my clean sheet bonus. Because at the end of the day, he he fully deserved it, and I mean that. 
I, I don't even. Was it a trip or a handball? I can't. Bit of a pull, wasn't was it? Was it? I mean, I just think it was so trip. needless. Triple four that wasn't his fault, I think. Is... Right, okay. So. Right, it's a penalty. Charles, leave it alone. <laughs> no, we won 3 1. We should have won 7 1. You leave Sherrill alone. He scored the third <laughs> goal. He was brilliant. Charles, when England beat Germany 5 1, yeah. you just. Charles, spent, <laughs> he's like, Charles did. Just been thinking he went on radio to dissect that one goal. <laughs> You'd see how did we let the Germans in for that one goal? That, unbelievable. I mean, it. still think about it now. <laughs> just saying, it, it's, it's, it was a, at the end of the game when we were comfortable winners. It was that, it that been nice, thing. Yeah. Like for the, what was it about twenty five minutes where I kept looking at the clock and going, "This is going so slowly." Yeah, but it was ridiculous well, how I long to, the second half lasted. I had to pause it and then catch up. So I was doing that thing where you forward 10 seconds and just hoping nothing had happened. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, right, okay, yeah, we're good. We're still good. We're still good. We're still good. And then I just let the last 10 minutes play out because it was fun. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. you say it was fun, but I mean, they went 4-4-2, didn't they, in the end? And yeah, they looked better when, came alive. when Big Daddy V I came on. Uh, but I wouldn't say they, like, they, they may have had a bit more oomph about them, yeah. but it's not like, it was never really, we were never like backs to the wall or no. frantic. There was a couple of times where it got stuck a bit in on the penalty spot and I think it was one little scramble maybe but it was never really in danger was it no, no. but they and they kept leaving acres of space at the back didn't they as well oh, <laughs> incredible so, mm. so, so um first up there was... <laughs> let's um let's finish it off then with uh your your three word reviews shall we of the game Neil what's yours Oh, mine was, I, I tweeted it mm. to the podcast account. Sexy times incoming. Yes. <laughs> uh, That's how I was feeling last night. That's Keith. That was it. Let's say no more. <laughs> Keith, is, Keith will be around. <laughs> oh, Daddy, what uh, are you going for? Absolutely bloody marvellous. Oh, lovely. Yeah, I, I'm pretty much nice, that, huh? the, the same as that one, to be honest. Uh, I went with, just, uh, I just went with a very simple, what a win. And, and couldn't think of any superlative to fit into three words. It was dreadful. <laughs> was, your, was yours like, why sharing why? <laughs> yeah, you could take sharing it either way, <laughs> No, it wasn't that harsh. Um, my favourite on Twitter this week, though, was from Tara. Go on, Tara. Very simple. I enjoyed this. Joy to watch. I, I think that nice. summed it up because it really was uh, a joy to watch this week. Um, make sure you follow us at Cobbers to me on Twitter if it still exists to join in <laughs> after the full time whistle of every Cobbler's <laughs> game. If it doesn't exist, we'll move to somewhere else. Why not? Eh? We're going to um, move to TikTok. Or oh, could you imagine Neil on TikTok? I don't understand TikTok. The kids <laughs> he doesn't understand doing a, a podcast. Hey, How's he going to understand I, TikTok? I, honestly, I don't know what's going on. Um, <laughs> I was looking at Mastodon the other day. I was like, "What is me? what's going on there?" <laughs> What's that, Daddy? It's I'll tell you Twitter. afterwards. Yeah. No, it it's the new yeah. Twitter, apparently. <laughs> anyway. Is it? Um, <laughs> Interesting name. <laughs> <laughs> Thought you'd like it. Uh, right. <laughs> We're very pleased to announce our Christmas fundraiser for this year. Uh, last year, you raised over £100 for the Food Bank at Western Favel by buying our lovely podcast mug. Uh, well, this year, we've got a brilliant poster that was designed by our friends at RLS Print and Design of John Joe O'Toole's winning goal at Luton back in 2015. Remember that, boys? Was it um, the winning goal? Was it the winning goal? Do I need to say this again? It wasn't the winning goal. Think it was the winning I'm goal, saying it all again. It was in the first half. The first, it was the uh, okay. equaliser, I think, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah, I think. 
Because Holmes came on and scored, didn't he? Oh, uh, okay, fair enough. In front of our fans. Oh, you idiot, Charles. Oh, I'm not having a good day today, am I? Christ. You are having distracted a good day. by Keith Gillen. BDK's got it. Yeah, he's got it. He has, right he has got right in there. He's right in there. Oh, what a prick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, this year we've got... Oh, God, I'm so loud as well. He wants the hat trick. <laughs> he wants the hat trick, Charles. Well, this year we've got a brilliant poster designed by our friends at RLS Print and Design of John Joe O'Toole's goal at Luton back in 2015. Remember that beautiful Alan Nil free kick masterpiece? Yes, got a lovely uh, A4 size print, which will cost £10 plus postage and packaging. And the full £10 will be going to our charity of choice, our charity of choice, which this year is the NTFC Community Trust. So to go and buy your copy, simply head to our website, cobblerstome.com forward slash shop, and you will be able to go and pick up a copy of the poster. It is really, really nice. Danny, you've seen it, haven't you? Yes, it's beautiful. I've got them here. There's loads it does, of them. Yeah. Doesn't really work holding up to the camera on a podcast, it though. It doesn't. But if I if I hold it up, that you can see. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it even beautiful. says "beautiful" at the bottom. It's, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. It's lovely. I'm going to take. I might great. just take a screenshot of that. That's a, that's a lovely little, uh, lovely little bit there. But there you go. Look, it is. You can have one of these. Floppy, then. One of these. <laughs> Hear that? Hey, one of these. Ten pounds. All of that £10 will go to the Community Trust at Northampton Town Football Club, who I think it's fair to say have been doing tremendous work over, well, the many years that they've been in existence. So obviously, a huge well done um, to them for the award that they won. Um, I can't believe this. They, they beat Juventus, Newcastle, all of these massive, massive clubs um, for the project that they ran during the lockdown um, and that they've continued running as well this hasn't just stopped as soon as the pandemic was supposedly over um, you know they, they, they're still doing this ringing um, uh, what's the word Danny I'm looking for I was going to say lonely that's not fair that's not the right word is it but people that, that just need a need a friendly chat with people. Some of the chat too, yeah, and they, they do yeah. their Monday night sessions, don't they? And, and they did a great bit on the EFL highlights show on ITV this week. Was that the best it. part of that show, Danny? Uh, 100% was, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. apart from seeing our goals again. But um, yeah. there's a there's a great piece there, um, so if you haven't seen that, go back and, and check that out. But it does make you really proud of us and proud of um, and what they do, so we're really, really happy to be raising some funds to, to help them keep things like that going. Exactly, yeah. Cobblestome.com forward slash shop. We want to raise as much money as possible for the community trust as we can. We'd, we'd absolutely love it um, if you could go there and buy one of our fantastic prints. Um, yes. And yes, well done on the award. At least someone won an award this week, eh, Daddy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's good to see. Uh, not bitter at all. Good to see that some awards don't just get given to the bigger clubs. There you go. Um, <laughs> Post bag time. It's time to read your letters out But things have changed, so listen out If you want to write about Northampton Town You'll need to write this next bit down Just have a rant, or just some fun 
at podcast at cobblerstome.com. No matter if we lose or win, send us your thoughts. Come on, get them in. Right, post-bag time. We've got some beauties. Uh, We've got one from Matthew Crane. Dear Neil and gang, a great win yesterday, our best performance of the season. I'm really pleased I paid £10 to watch on iFollow, but to be there would have been brilliant. I have a would-you-rather question. Oh, I love a would-you-rather. Oh. You ready for this? Like duck-sized horses and things like that? No, no, it's cobblers related. Okay. So we've got three options. Which would you choose out of the following? Number one, get a free ticket to all home and away games for life, but we never get out of the last division. Number two, never be able to go to a game again, but guarantee that the Cobblers get to the Premier League and stay there. Number three, go to the games you go to now and living with the hope of promotion, fear of relegation, but also the joy and frustration we've all experienced (laughs) over the last five games on a regular basis. So I guess Mm. one, you get to go to watch every single game for free, but we're always in League Two. Two, you don't have to watch any games, but we're in the Prem. Mm-hmm. Three, as is. I mean, yeah, if you break it down like that. So number one, get a free ticket. Well, that's the reason why we're in League Two, because there's no money going into the club, so we can't afford any players. Uh, number two, I'd, I'd never be able to go to a game again. But, well, what's the point then? That, it's not, it's only you, thing. though, isn't it, right? It's only you. Oh, it's only, oh so as long as it's so. only me, Daddy, you're saying that I should pick number two, yeah? No, I'm... Yeah, 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 yeah go on. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like everybody. It's not not like lockdown. I think no, no, it's just your else. personal choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's yeah. three. It's, it's not three. all fans. It's three. You stick, stick to it as, as, as it is. is now. Well, yeah, because... I mean, do, me getting get a free ticket, home and away, I mean, that would be... Yeah, that would be lovely. But so I, I come on. controversially, I would go for number two. Really? Yeah. Do you need a few a minutes? Fan? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, well, no. I don't, <laughs> I don't buy into this. I'm a better fan than you, than you, and all that stuff. <laughs> Everyone's got their own lives, and everyone has different equipments, right? I because he doesn't say. So he says never go to a game. He doesn't say never watch a game. Yes. Yeah. yeah true. Yeah. So you could. So, yeah. And if we were in the prem, then you could watch us. You know, oh, at least what five times a season. It, how bad would it be I'd not to see us away at the big clubs? And well, how, how big bad clubs, would it be to miss the moment where we go up as well, like the playoff final or the last yeah, game of the season? It's true. I think I'm going with three because there's still that possibility. Could you do two, but go in the away end? <laughs> <laughs> Does that count? No, because it says never be able to go to a game again. I assume he means as a no. As he a doesn't say that. Away, he I, just means never be able to go a, to a, that means, a Man City shirt. <laughs> if you want to be really cruel, he also means you can never go and watch the NFL in London ever again or in America. No games, any games. Oh no, and I don't want that. Danny option, can't even go and watch a game of I don't know Yahtzee. Croquet. Uh, <laughs> Yahtzee. Yahtzee. Yeah, why not? So Danny can't go to a book festival. Y- yeah, definitely not. <laughs> definitely no book festivals. Sorry, Danny. No, it's, it's three, isn't it? All day long. Yeah, it's three. I think stick to three. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't, I'm not. I'm fussed about getting in for free all the time, especially if we're stuck in the same league. Because I've seen get bored. Yeah, got to be three, right? Yeah, I, th- I think so. Yeah, I think two's tempted just because you want other people to 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 have that. But I'll be honest, three. I don't give a toss about you lot. <laughs> it's what I want to see. Fair enough. 
Um, yeah, let's go with three. But that's a great question. More of that. Fantastic. Love a good would you rather. Uh, next one we've got is from Ash Cobb. Go on, Ash. Dear Neil. Hi, Ash. As Kieran Barry is hitting his peak form, is it time to give him a rest before the transfer window so he drops off Fulham's radar so they don't do a key on a tete on us? Is that what Brady is already doing with Leonard? Also, do you think it is worth making a loan move for Keon in the window to complete the second half of his season-long loan? <laughs> uh, not, has he played? He's not played a lot. Has he for Cardiff? Uh, my actually, I I wouldn't be surprised if we've already got an inkling that maybe Leonard is going back in January, which is why we've started to slowly bench him. Really? Potentially. I think it's just. It's just. His, I mean, I've got no. I think it's just. I've got no insight, but that does happen, doesn't it? Yeah, but surely you just want to use him for as much as you can then. I mean, I I understand what you're saying. You're sort of going, well, we're going to be without him from January onwards, so therefore we need to get used to not having him. However, if he is better, like if he makes us better, then you want him in the side to help us rack up as many points as possible so that when he was to leave... It wouldn't be so much. I think that's a, what they would like, do as well. Yeah, I think yeah. It's probably yeah. just a tactical. I, I think this is all to do with the four yellow cards as well. I don't think he wanted in. He was just coming up to the four. If he got one more, was he would he? Be suspended. Yeah, yeah. He okay. has been for the last couple of weeks, and I think that's probably playing into so it a little bit. Because yeah, 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 and um, and that this is the last game on Saturday that was that we, before it cuts off and starts again. So I think it's probably something to do with it that he didn't want to didn't want a suspension hanging over him as well. I wouldn't get a test either. You wouldn't, you wouldn't get a tete back. You wouldn't get a tete back. No, mm-hmm. I wouldn't. To be honest, it's not. I would. No, he, it was great, wasn't he? But I, I, look, at what, look at what he's done since. I mean, it's look, league yeah, two, though, isn't it? it's, yeah, it is League Two, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, a man. lot further down. I, I personally, I'd get him. Get, I'd get him back in. Do you get think? Him. I think going. I think though, going, going on what I've heard since he, you know, left. I think he maybe thinks he's too good. Or at least his agent certainly has led an him to, to believe that. I know. I, I, I'm not saying he had an attitude problem when he was with us at all. What I, what I think is, that if he then came back down here, he would be like, "Yes, but I'm a championship striker." Blah blah blah, and that wouldn't really work for us. And I, I don't think he'd. I don't think he's the type of striker that we need anyway. You know, not really. I I want I want a you know goal scorer coming in and. and I'll be honest. He would score goals in this league. There's no real evidence of it, though. It took him ages to get we up top to scorers speed. in the league? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I still want... I'm, I'm greedy. greedy I'm greedy. I want a goal scorer in. <laughs> you know? What you want is what we thought Hilton would be, right? Yes. Mm. I think that's what we want. Because uh, we wouldn't be having a question, I don't think, and about to be fair, striker if Hilton was firing. Yeah, and to be fair, if Hilton starts banging them in, we've got him. So therefore, we don't necessarily need that that striker. Mm. I'd be more inclined as to whether uh, to ask the question: of, w- Would you send Epi back to Leicester in January if 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 the option was there in the contract in the loan arrangement? Would you send him back? It's a difficult one, isn't it? Because it, I think it would come down to and depend on money, I guess, for how much what we're contributing to. I mean, if we could use that better elsewhere, if he's fit, then no. Obviously, he's not been fit at all. And it's a difficult one. If, if say he goes on a run of games now, once we're back up until January, however many games there is, four or five or whatever it is, plays all of them, or is available for all of them, starts to play a part, gets a couple of goals and stuff, you'd probably wouldn't because you'd think, right, he's, I mean, he'll probably break down again, I guess. But 
it's that risk element. We're doing fine without him. What's the harm in keeping him around if he gets fit and then can contribute? I guess the question is, can we use that elsewhere? I, I think that's the thing for me is the, yes, we're doing fine without him, but if he was fit, we'd be using him, obviously. But if he wasn't there and that would clear a space in the squad for someone else to be in there, I mean, that's what, I mean, I'm, don't get me wrong, I don't know what kind of player or who we would bring in and put there, but there's, I think I would like somebody who would be at least as a backup to be able to, I don't know, step in for, say, Pinnock, just in case. Whereas if Pinnock gets injured right now, right? Fingers crossed he doesn't, obviously. Who's going to step into that fold? I mean, you could argue that we just go with, you know, Bowie with Apparay or Hilton and, and, and Hoskins um, and then maybe put... Well, that's that's the thing, right? Put Sean Williams it? a bit further forward, judging by what the way it was. But therefore, you're leaving another gap, aren't you? Therefore, you need another midfielder, central midfielder, in to cover that, that loss of McWilliams to further up the pitch. And, and you do it that way. So I mean, it, I mean, you say don't forget Hoskins wasn't playing on on Saturday against no. Bradford. So if he, if example, say if next game Pinnock was injured and that was the only injury, you'd just slot Hoskins in, right? True. Where would you put where Where would you put just put him in for where Pinnock's been playing in the middle? Same place, yeah. Because Barry did did well. Apparay did well in their positions. Yeah. Just just straight swap. Fair enough. Fair enough. Do you want the final dig deep into the sack? Yes. Go. This is from Craig West. Westy. Oh, we've just been speaking about it. Uh, Dear Neil, with the team having put in such a brilliant performance against Bradford without Samuel Tobias goals, Hmm. should John Brady put him back in the starting lineup next match or try going without him again? No, he's got to go back in, hasn't he? I don't think you can leave him out. No. Go back back three years and say that, Neil. But no, but joint (laughs) top scorer in the league. Imagine Imagine him yesterday. He would have had a field. His boots. This, this is this is what I was saying about the penalty, right? That, it would have been seven-one. That's that's <laughs> what was annoying. Poor old Sam. He's now no longer the 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 He'd clear the clear oh, Ireland of League Two. He's he's now going to he would have got a trick. Oh, but it's top on appearances and top on like the ratio or whatever it is. Yeah. Look, at the end of the day, they are joint top scorers, and that's annoying for Sam and no. for me. They've both yeah. got the same amount of goals. End of. I tell, I tell you what, to, to the, the point of the question, though, mm. isn't it a bloody good problem to oh, have? It is, isn't it? The, mm. the joint league's top scorer, no. and we're like, oh, should we put him back in the yeah. team or not? <laughs> it will be harsh to take someone out, but I think, yeah, I don't know how it would be. But when you look at, if you can get Hoskins, Bowie and Pinnock, and Bowie was superb yesterday. Probably the best game he's had for us. He's slowly grown into yeah, it. Was- and I, I think he's surprised me in how good he actually is. Um it's full of running. Oh, he's becoming a man, of, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. It's just, so he's grown into the season so well. And like, if we've got a three of them behind a, a Jean-Pierre Papin, then that is mouth-watering. I thought, I thought Apare was great again yesterday as well. I know you two were moaning a little bit about him on the WhatsApp, but uh, I, enjo- uh, hey. I, I enjoyed his performance. <laughs> hey, it's just got a no, new... Don't you, don't you throw us under the bus like that. <laughs> I, I just, oh, oh, I'm not moaning about him. I'm frustrated by him Critical. and for him because 
I, I think he he deserved just like uh, we didn't talk about it before, but 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 Bowie deserved a goal against Bradford. The the way that he played, his work rate, everything mm. was fantastic. He deserved a goal, and I thought Apare did as well. And I, I, I'm yeah, I thought Jean Pierre deserved to score. He should have scored, really. Yeah, that's what let him down a little bit. Yeah, and that's all it is. It's not. Yeah, it's it's frustration for him because he deserved to be better in front of goal than he's actually been of late. And um, yeah, that's all I mean by that. But yeah, poor boy. Usually what happened, what would usually happen is that Fox would usually drop out to the bench, right? Hoskins would mm. come in mm. and then Mwaza would be a little bit further back. It's a difficult one, isn't it? Do you, you want that was going further Hoskinson. back now? No, I don't think you do now. Actually, I think he, I think it, the freedom suits him more. That's not to say he's suddenly like, I don't know, Frank Lampard or anything. <laughs> was in his pump, but the freedom he he seems he, he's got the energy and he's got the legs to get up and back. So I think that that does suit him almost being box to box a little bit. And breaking through, mm-hmm. so I mean, it's a difficult one, isn't it? Who you drop? I don't know. It's not a problem. That's great, great problems again. Yeah. The good thing is we can. Good thing is we can switch it up again as well. If yeah, um, like even take Apare out and play with the front three of Hoskins, uh, Bowie and Pinnock, and yeah. move the midfield around, and we people can play in different positions. I thought Ardi Mayo again was great on Saturday. Mm. Oh, he's brilliant! Shout out. Really, really good. Um, again, great job. Was about can we get in there? Get in there, come on. And uh, I, I want to say how, how much McGowan looks like he's just back yeah. to his best already. His best. Yeah. That that delivery that he's got is so different to what... And I mean, Lintot did a good job, but I think the delivery that Magaza's got is great. There were a couple of times when he played the ball really early into the, into the box and it was almost like even we weren't ready for it. But quite clearly that was part of the game plan, wasn't it? Was to get early crosses in. Just yes. try and you know surprise Bradford's defence almost, and it, it in a way the crosses were were too good. I mean that's ridiculous to say, but essentially you don't necessarily expect them to come in at this level. Whereas it was it was great, and it's it's really good to see that having had such a, a bad injury, I think it was knee ligaments that were damaged. You know, it's a long time out on the sidelines and he's come back in and what that's only maybe his what third game now that he's played from the start. And he seems to be already back to full speed, which is which is lovely, lovely to see. Lovely. Um right. Um NTFC Your bag's empty. Is it empty? Thanks, Neil. Your bag is empty. Lovely, thank you. Um NTFC women were in Northants County Cup action on Sunday. They took on Bogbrook St. Michael. Let's hear about how they get on from James Wiles. Northampton Town women progressed to the quarterfinals of the Northampton FA Women's Cup with a 13-0 win at home to Bugbrook St. Michael's on Sunday afternoon. New signing Jade Bell scored five goals on a cobbler's debut. Kim Farrow scored a hat-trick. Mia Richards scored a brace. And Sarah Waite, Rachel Mumford and Beth Artemeo scored a goal each as the cobblers began their defence of the competition. It was a dominant victory, as the scoreline suggests, and it could have been even more in truth, Cobblers creating lots of chances throughout. Josh Oldfield and Liam Williams' side travel to Wolverhampton Wanderers in the Vitality Women's FA Cup second round proper next week. Their opponents are currently top of the FA Women's National League Northern Premier Division. They've beaten the Cobblers twice already this season, in a pre-season friendly and in a National League plate-determining round. 13-0, Danny. 
13. I couldn't keep up on the twits. I couldn't. No, no I noticed. So <laughs> did a few other people as well. <laughs> Is it still 11 nil? Yeah. <laughs> I went and had my dinner and come back and it was 13. So they slowed down oh. a bit second half, but oh, that was lovely. Lovely to see that. I mean, it, it, the, the competition's probably a little bit skewed in their favour, potentially. Um, so there's probably only a couple of really, really good teams that are going to give them a good game. But you're still going to go and do a job, aren't you? It's great to see. And um, uh, Jade Bell, in five on a debut. Yeah. When was the last time someone scored five on a debut for us, Charles, ever? Um, Clive Platt. No, I don't no, think really. he did. Did he even <laughs> score five for us? I don't think he did, no. No, um, no great, great result. And uh, nice setup for next weekend. Yes, absolutely. I think this might be a discussion that we'll have to have on, on Team Talk, maybe, um, next time we record. But just about mm. this, because... So the County Cup takes precedence over everything in the women's yeah. game. It's yeah. the number one... Pro- not necessarily for the clubs, but in terms of the way that the structure of the competitions are set out and when they play their games it's county cup then the fa cup and then the league so the league is the third and final priority so basically as we progress through and last season we won the county cup um so we'd expect to probably reach the final i imagine this year um every time that 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 we get to a new round we're therefore any games that were scheduled to play on the days that have been, you know, prearranged as being that's when County Cup things will get played. So league games, whatever they are, FA Cup games even that are scheduled, um, they will get moved in order for the County Cup to be played. Which I just think is so weird. But anyway, bizarre, I think it's probably it? a discussion to have on that. And then also to talk about the ability, shall we say, and whether it's really fair for a team like Bugbrook to have to face us? Yeah, it's probably more, is it fair for us to be in it? I think it's probably the question. It's one of those, isn't it? But um, I I noticed that our next opponents, which are Wolves women, Mm. um, who we face away in round two of the FA Women's Cup, that's on um, the uh, 27th. So this coming Sunday, it's at Wolverhampton Wanderers. Um, Do go on and uh, look on Twitter, at NTFC Women or on the Facebook, uh, which again, Northampton Town FC Women, um, they'll give you all the details of where they're playing, what time kickoff is, all of that. Um, I noticed that they were in Birmingham or however it works with, with their County Cup, but I think it was the Birmingham County Cup. And they also thrashed whoever it was that they were playing, who I believe was Birmingham. Um, so it's obviously not just us that have that same kind of it's not an issue, but that same kind of thing happening. Mm. Um, interesting to have a conversation about that because I just kind of look at it and just go, it's a bit like putting, say, Man City in the FA Vars. That's how it feels. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it really does. Yeah, it's a bit bizarre, isn't it? But, um, but I, th- I think, Charles, we're going to be doing a preview show with the Wolves Women podcast. Oh, fantastic. Which is great. Um, we thought we weren't going to do a preview show this week because obviously no game for the men. But we thought, why not? It's a Wolves women's dedicated podcast. Let's get them on and have a chat about it. So we can chat all about that. It's cause it is going to be a tough game because they've beat us quite heavily a couple of times already this season. But it'll be good to get their perspective on things. 
Yeah, absolutely. So out on Friday, the preview show with Danny and uh, the Wolves Women podcast um, should be a good one. Um, thank you for listening to It's All Cobblers to Me. Thank you to both Danny and Neil. Um, Neil, by the way, oh. if you didn't hear before, Neil has a brand new podcast he'd, uh, he'd, he'd like on, to tell you about. Don't you, Neil? Has <laughs> he gone? You up? <laughs> <laughs> Neil. He's gone to start recording already. Yeah. Got a got a new podcast you want to tell everyone about. Oh yeah, the the it's all Qatar to me. Yeah. Bringing you your daily dose of World Cup fun. Yes. Sounds good. When where where can people find it? On the podcast universe. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody listened to It's All Euro 2020 to me that the three of us did, um you go to the same feed and you will find Neil um hosting Yes, Bill, Neil's hosting. In inverted commas. Um, uh, with um, Statman Wes. Go on, Statman. Statman Wes is there, yeah. He's got a full-time, yeah, full-time job this time around. Full-time. Yeah, he has. He's, he's been promoted. Yeah, and uh, and Adrian, your friend Adrian's also on it. Is that right? Yes, Adrian. Yeah, Adrian King. The King, as he likes to be called by everybody that knows him. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, if you want some daily World Cup podcast action... Then, uh, then just go and head over and listen to "It's All Qatar to Me" with our very own Neil. We've had a we've had a couple of emails already. One of which is from Danny. Wow, oh, I'm going to email every day. <laughs> Exciting! Exciting! Brilliant stuff. <laughs> Can you sign off with a different name each? Time? Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah brilliant. brilliant. So now that you've listened to this, go and listen to that. And uh, I'll, I'll let you go and do that. But thank you very much for listening, as always. Um, please do go and buy your prints for our Christmas fundraiser. As I said, we're looking to raise as much money for NTFC Community Trust as we can. Cobblersme.com forward slash shop. We'll be back on Friday with the preview show. And then we will see you for another It's All Cobblers to Me uh, in a week or so. Goodbye. Way! There's the cup. There's the pictures you'll see on tomorrow's back pages. The Cobblers are going through into Division 1. Bring them on because we deserve it. Support the podcast on Patreon by joining the It's All Cobblers to Me fan club. Every month you'll receive access to exclusive bonus content such as our Meet the Staff series, hear our player interviews before anyone else and be invited to regular meetups. By joining the fan club, you'll be helping us to continue our sponsorship of NTFC women's player Abby Bruin and enable us to keep the podcast and all our other content going to the high standards you expect. To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.